At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. Good Friday morning, too. It is a numbers game right here at Visa, the sports betting network. Visa.com, the Visa app. Fubo, Sling, Game Plus. And, of course, iHeartRadio. It is Gil Alexander. Jason Kahn, producer number seven in the house as well. Good morning, Gil. How are you? I am well, Jason, on the show today. Uh, Vinny Maliulo always slow jamming us out later on the show. We'll get the uh, his perspective from behind the desk on college football games of the year being released at the uh, South Point, which is kind of their thing every year, this time of year, always first to do so. Um, and uh, also in the second hour, my pleasure to welcome back to the show a uh, young man who I always refer to as the greatest NBA totals better there is, period, as the kids say. I don't know if they say that anymore. Uh, but this gentleman it has over thousands upon thousands of uh, games over the years, uh, beats the NBA in totals markets year after year after year. And in fact, when he releases his numbers, markets move one, one and a half points on average within 30 seconds. That's how great he is. Uh, respected by all the markets. Uh, Carl Sack will join us in hour number two. Remains very quiet, very private, very anonymous, kind enough to join us in hour number two. And we will pick his brain about this year at NBA totals, what he thinks about uh, series plays of the first round of the NBA. And also, uh, he'll give us a pick, I believe, at least uh, in the, uh, I think he has a first half play in one of these games uh, on Saturday. I don't know if he has anything tonight, but certainly tomorrow. Uh, also, this hour, Paul Carr, Premier League picks the last week of the Premier League. 
Uh, he's got thoughts, general thoughts as well, heading into the final week. And uh, Mark Borchard will join us to talk baseball here momentarily. First, the PGA Championship Round 2 has begun. Uh, Corey Connors came in to today with the first round lead. He was two strokes up on a group of golfers. Well, he has had a rough go of it on his first nine today, three over. So now what you have is a five-way lead, three under on the tournament, four of whom have not teed off yet today. They were three under yesterday. One of whom is Brandon Grace. He is one under through six today, so he has gone uh, two, three under. So he is joined by the four that have not teed off yet. Keegan Bradley, Victor Hovland, who is the only bet I made, uh, as we talked about. The only outright I have is on Hovland. Brooks Kepka with the three under. Remember, we talked about him. He was anywhere between 50 or actually 49 to one to 55 to one, somewhere in that pocket preflop. Uh, he's three under, as is Aaron Wise. Again, Bradley Hovland, Kepka and Wise yet to tee off today. They will do so here uh, in due time later this hour. So a five-way tie over there at Keel Island in South Carolina. Connors again now one back among a group with uh, Patrick Harrington. Phil Mickelson at two under, one back. John Rahm is uh, one back, two under. By the way, just as I said that about Phil Mickelson, the uh, scoreboard updated. He just bogeyed a hole, so he's two back. Uh, that would have been nice. Uh, we'll see if Phil can hang around. Colin Morikawa among the group also. That's one back at two under. Of course, he is the defending PGA champion after uh, for the PGA championship last year after winning at Harding Park there in San Francisco. Tennis. Uh, for those on Twitter, for those who listen to the show who uh, were kind enough to send a slew of messages this morning to me, pumped once again at a couple winners um, in, the, in the plus 250 range. Thank you to everybody. Um, do you, by the way, Jason, do you have Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, or just yesterdays uh, with all the tennis? But basically, what we want to do is we want to show the graphics for all of them because we have hit along the way. I mean, it's been a ridiculous tennis week. By the way, I don't have any tennis picks anymore today, so I'm sorry about that. But the matches have already com- been completed or started already this morning, um, the, the picks that I had. So we've gotten to the point in the week where there's fewer matches, obviously, in bracket form, and so I don't have any new ones. But what a week it has been. Uh, on the show, and if um, you know, it's with the with the exception of Wednesday. So Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday ended up being banner days. Wednesday, because of that one match where we lost on Schwartzman, that was the only losing day. Um, but it has been a, a a great week, and I hope everybody has jumped uh, has jumped on board the the tennis bandwagon and has cashed along with us. That's really what it's all about. But along the way, again, we hit a uh, a plus. 249, plus 225, plus 234, plus 250, a plus 369. And by the way, most people got the plus 369 at north of $5 yesterday on Rinderknecht uh, because you actually got a better number by the time I gave it out on air than where I bet it. So that's what we do here betting the sport of tennis. But I will just say once again, that is not the the, the sexy sport that people want to talk about. People would rather talk about um, hockey or golf and that's just how it rolls skill alexander a numbers game at Vison, the sports betting network Vison.com, the Vison app fubo sling game plus and iHeartRadio. so that's the delicate balance we try to uh have on this show where it's like we're going to give you the tennis picks understand that that's how we really make money uh we're going to talk about other things a lot but that's really what it's all about and the the handicapping sort of lesson in all of it is I used to be a, primarily a baseball handicapper, and we'll bring Mark Borchard in now from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert, uh, base winner, to talk baseball with us. But one of the things 
Mark, you and I used to, uh, we bonded over baseball so many years ago. We handicapped baseball. But I have, while you have stated baseball, I gravitated from baseball more towards tennis. But I have applied the same fundamental things to tennis that I had in baseball. And what that is, is really trying to get at what is a true skill set, what is sustainable, what is unsustainable. Would you say at a core, that's what you do in baseball? Yeah, I think that that's, that's pretty much sums up a lot of what, what I do. Uh, I think one of the things that I've also incorporate is just a projection, like, uh, you know, but that's also, you know, like you said, taking, taking right. past data and, and trying to decipher it. It's like, well, what does this mean? Just what does this mean moving forward? And I think you got something really good there going with the tennis skill. It's like, um, you know, you you talked about it on the show a couple of days ago. Uh, maybe it was on the night show where I heard you say this. You said, well, "Why don't I just Why don't I just bet tennis and baseball?" And it, <laughs> it's right. It, it, it it's not a bad idea, you no. know. And it's really hard. But you know, saying that it sounds like very simplistic, and it's like, "Oh yeah, I'll just I'll just narrow it down." But then you, you know, then you turn it on, and you got the you got the Warriors and the Lakers, and you're like, "Gosh, I, I want to get some action down on this." So it's, it, it it takes a lot of discipline to do that. It's easier said than done, I guess is is what I'm saying. We're all human, right? We all, you know, it's like, well, I don't know. I think the Warriors are going to come back in this game, or whatever it is, right? Whatever. But but that's the. I just want to convey that to folks because we often get wrapped up in NFL schedule, and that's a that's a good exercise to go through, right? Because it helps us with season wins and futures. Um, and we, you know, we we get seduced by lots of golf outrights in every tournament. But if you actually do the math on that, sometimes it's like it's not really what it appears to be if you're betting ten of those per tournament. Um, and we have some outstanding golf handicappers on this network. I'm just saying, for every person, find what it is that you're good at and really roll with it. And the the only other part of this conversation, but I'll leave it at this. Aaron Schatz, who was the pioneer of football outsiders, right? There was Bill James at baseball, and Aaron Schatz woke up one morning. He's like, why doesn't everybody, anybody do this for football? And that's how he started Football Outsiders. When we have this conversation, when analytics-driven people have this conversation about sports betting, the immediate knee-jerk reaction from those who don't delve in analytics is, oh, those guys don't watch games. Right, Aaron and I talk about this all the time. It's like something in our brains immediately goes to that because it makes people feel better if they're not, you know, if they're not crunching numbers to think that that's their advantage. No, we watch more games than you probably do too. Right? It's like it's both. Yeah, I think that if you can combine the metrics, and again, I think you were talking about watching the tennis and and knowing, understanding, and and knowing the metrics, but also understanding the game and and being able to blend. Uh, your your understanding of the game with the metrics that you that you use to handicap it's such a valuable skill and uh, i i do that with plate discipline a lot with baseball and i think it, it's beneficial to watch baseball i mean it's just you're just limited from a bandwidth standpoint that's the only thing but de- definitely blending uh what you're seeing uh and and, and with with the metrics that you have i, th- I think it, it really helps you out as a handicapper gil so six no-hitters now. Corey Kluber throwing the six for the Yankees. Adam Burke was on the show yesterday, uh, and he had a great comment because he's a lifelong Indians fan, and he said, I can't believe this version of Corey Kluber threw the no-hitter, which I think is a great comment. And so you've had six guys, you know, Kluber being the only one who has been elite of the six, right? Mad Bum also threw a seven-inning no-hitter if you want to add a seventh. Um, but I've had Paul Sporer on and Adam Burke and Jason Weingarten I'll throw me into the bucket. We love baseball, but even but all of us have even said, "Boy, this is this something's got to change here." Are you in that camp too, or are you still just in love with everything you're seeing? 
I, you know, I like the lower scoring games. I mean, bring me back to 1969, Bob Gibson. But no, I mean, <laughs> really, I do. I think that at, at some point they're going to have to strike a balance with with what what attracts people to the game. And I would say that I'm not in the in the majority. I mean, I could I could see 15 strikeouts aside in the in the first seven innings. You know, so. Yeah, I, I I think that I'm in a minority, but I, I like I like the way things are going right now. Um, from from a strikeout standpoint, I mean, I don't know how much more you can go. Like, I mean, 30% strikeouts, but it's it's gradually gone up from 19 to to 24% over the last I don't know six or seven years ago. So this is I brought this up with you before. We actually batted this around on primetime action first that I do with Matt Brown, Daniel Avari, and Kelly Bidlin on MSG Plus. Uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. It was, it's the Jack Flaherty thing. It's, it's uh, what's the French? The cause celeb, uh, celebre, or however you pronounce it on this. It's, I really think this is a fascinating thing with the, with the NL Cy Young. So Jacob deGrom obviously has been sidelined. Looks like he'll be back sooner than later. So we're, we're all happy about that as baseball fans. And he ought to be the leader in the clubhouse for NL Cy Young. Jack Flaherty is now 8-0. And I just, for those who missed this conversation before, I wanted to have this one more time um, with you here early in the season because I want to be on record again emphatically with this. Because we're analytics people, you and I, we, we, we're not that interested in wins and losses, right? Like when Felix Hernandez won the Cy Young Award in the early 2010 decade, right, where he won barely double-digit games, it was like a great moment where it's like finally they understand that wins and losses don't matter. Let me just ask you once again, the pendulum, has it swung so much in this muted run environment where it's a three-outcome game, but one of the three outcomes, the homers, are muted now? He's 8-0. 8-0. Like, that's really difficult to be more than ever now because pitchers aren't kept in games long enough, typically, to get wins. And when games are just 1-0 or 2-1 or 3-1 or 3-2 or whatever, to, to leave a game when you're ahead becomes that much more difficult. He's 8-0. No. The question is this. I mean, again, if he goes 15-2, right, or 18-3, and and then he's like in the ballpark of DeGrom, is he going to get this? It's a really good question, Gil. And so, like, in your scenario, he would go 15-2, and and let's say he keeps his XFIP right now, which are – I got a base winner ERA, which is pretty much the same, uh, at 4.39, which is above league average. So if he has his above league average, you know, underlying metric ERA, <laughs> and say, De, say Degrom's like 1.9, like all right. Well, let's let's, let's let's not do above average. Let's say he's like just below average, right? Let, just better than average, right? Let's not let's make it a little more interesting. Okay. Let's say okay. let's say his underlying metrics are are, are just a shade better than average. Um, and let's say, you know, his convention, let's say his baseball card stats, let's say he's got a 3.3 ERA, right? Not DeGrom-esque, but just a, a winning, a ridiculous win-loss record on a winning baseball team. Let's say the Cardinals win that division and the Mets don't win the NL East. I'm just saying it's like the Otani thing I talked about with, with um, MVP all these years. Where before every year with Otani, now it's been three years, I was like, okay, well, what if he's like a really good hitter? Not great, but let's say it's 20 homers and 75 ribbies. And then as a pitcher, he's got like a 3.10 ERA. Like there's a, there's a combination for Otani that would be an interesting MVP vote. And this year, obviously, he's right now the short shot. But the Flaherty thing, man, is, is 
is fascinating that, and this is what makes baseball so interesting, is there's so many ways to parse everything. But I'm just saying, win losses, which I'd be the first person in line to say don't matter, all of a sudden now I'd say with this guy at 8-0, it should matter. Yeah, I mean, look, if he goes, if he doesn't lose a game, I, I think he can throw the sabermetric stats, you know, out the window. And, uh, I mean, look, if these if these sabermetric stats are as predictive as we think they are, and they are predictive, um, he's going to balance. I mean, it's going to balance out. He can't, he's not going to be able to go 16 and 0 with a 4.39 expected ERA. <laughs> there's just, there's just no way. Oh, the other thing too, is his, his home run to batter's face percentage is low. It's 1.9%. That uh, league yeah. average is 3.3. So yeah. I think this, I think this will regress, but I mean, it'll be interesting if it doesn't, I mean, it'll be really interesting. Yeah. It all comes down to what matters to voters, right? Can we show the NL Cy Young market when you get a chance there, Jason? Uh, it all will come down to, obviously, we're handicapping voters. And I just wonder if voters will quickly, re- you know, quickly bounce back to their old habits of like, not, not old habits. I don't even mean to say it disparagingly. I actually think it would be justified this year, right? Because it's that much more of an outlier than it ever was before. There were eight no pitchers, you know, when we were kids into June, probably every year there was somebody who would bubble up at eight no. But today, man. So it's interesting. Right now, the, the Cardinals with a three-game lead in the NL Central. And so, you know, the Cardinals, wait, here's the, here's the National League Cy Young market. You know, Flaherty, who was like 33-1 to last week, 16-1 to right now on Jack Flaherty. Anyway, just had to bring it up, Mark, because I think I, it's I fascinating. I have one question on this, Gil, yes. because <laughs> it, it reminds me of our Sabermetrics All-Star team that we did, you know, mid-season. Yes. So let me, let me ask you this. If he's 12-0... and with a 4.39 expected ERA, are you going to put him on the sabermetric decline list? Yeah, so Mark and I, for those who don't know, Mark Mark and I used to do on the Beating the Book podcast, which, by the way, still wherever podcasts are distributed, when we would do, we'd not only do our Q1, Q2, and Q3 derivative show, which is what we kind of did this past Monday, but we also at midseason would do sabermetrics all-stars where it was our way of saying these are the guys who are like ridiculously overperforming and these are the guys that are ridiculously underperforming. You're right, Flaherty might make he might make the overperforming. But exactly the overperforming thing. And 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 just so everybody knows, you had this uncanny ability to on the overperforming guys, you would say, okay, this guy's overperforming, he's gonna decline. And then he he would get like designated for assignment like by the end of the year. There was like yeah. three guys. I remember one of them was Derek Lowe. The other guy said right. I can't remember the names. That's right. I would DFA guys on that on that podcast. It was uncanny. Oh, those were the days. All right. Uh what about the card today? What do you like, sir? Oh, it's a great, it's a really cool card. You know, you got Dodgers, Giants, you got White Sox, Yankees. Going to stay away from those games, although the model, I can tell you the model leans towards the Giants, believe it or not, and and the Yankees, or, and the Yankees. Well, the Giants it leaned to before the, the big line move. Now it's at minus, I have the Dodgers at minus 132, which is where the market is. But the game that I like the best, I'm going to do two first five innings, Gil. And I think this is probably my favorite play. I'm going to go with the Phillies and Aaron Nola against, this guy's a personal favorite to bet against, uh, the Red Sox and Martin Perez. I've got Nola in the model at at a 70. That's 30% better than average. I've got Perez uh, in there at uh, 116. And uh, I've got, I mean, I've got to lay a little bit of wood here on the first five inning line, minus 169, but I got it priced at minus 227. And just uh, just the average of the medians on the three metric chart, 
Uh, Aaron Nola is at the 83rd percentile in the performance on those metrics. And uh, Marty Perez is 0.39, so the 39th percentile. I think this is a pretty good opportunity uh, for the Phillies and uh, to bet against Martin Perez, quite frankly. All right, so minus 148 is what we're showing. You like that price. On the, it's on the, on the five-inning Oh, on the five-inning. So what do you got? Yeah, we're showing the full game. I, I'm sorry. What's the? Yeah, I, I have it at minus 169 for, okay. for Nola, right? Minus so. 169 on the first five. And why the first five and not the full? Well, the, the advantage in the bullpen goes to the Red Sox. And, I mean... I, I really like this this three metric chart, and if you look at the three metric chart, and that that is swinging strike percentage, hard hit per nine, and expected walk percentage. I've got Boston as the 11th ranked team, and you got to go down all the way to 25 uh, with the Phillies. And I just, you know, I'll play a full game if it's if it's close or if the other teams, if the team I'm betting is better. But when it's a disparity like that. And I love the starting pitcher. I just don't want that Philly bullpen to blow it. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if you keep track of, you know, your decision making to do full game or five inning uh, over time. But I found that you know when I was logging all my baseball games, when I was super into baseball handicapping, that I would often get too cute with five innings. Right, like five innings always seemed to sound better sometimes based on my numbers. But if I just played it out, it worked out. I don't know if you've done any crunching of your own numbers that way. Yeah, the problem is I try to limit the five-inning plays. And in, in, in like in a game like this, I, I have to do it. The, the problem is, is you're paying a, uh, a yeah. higher premium. Mm-hmm. The juice is higher. So over the course of, you know, if you if you just played five innings versus full games, uh everything else being considered, it would be a bad idea to play the first five innings, but there's opportunity that, that like this game where you say, gosh, I, I don't want to bet against like a, a, a possibility that I see happening. And so you just got to balance it. I think. Gil. Yeah, no, I think it's a great point. The straddle is greater on five. So yeah, people who, who try to just do fives all the time, uh, typically not a, uh, not a great, uh, means to an end. But yeah, that, that was what I sort of, again, I used to do full autopsies on my numbers year after year. And I was like, yeah, I chose to go five there. And I would, I would get nipped at the line, you know, a lot. And it would just worked out if, if it was full game. Um, you have one more here. Yeah. I just got to give you a quick comment on your, on your game recaps. They were, they were industry <laughs> best, best in class. You, you've already reminded me of the Sabermetric All-Stars and the game recaps. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the game recaps are great. They, they, you just broke it down. Awesome. Anyway, remember, uh, got, well, hold on, hold on. That was, that was uh, yeah, by the way, do you have one or two more picks, by the way? I just have one more play, Gio. All right, do me a favor. Hold it till after the break, if you would. Uh, okay, cool. All right, and by the way, the last time you were on, you did not miss a game. Did you go one and zero or two and zero? Because it was a pitching change, right? Well, it depends. Personally, I went one and zero, but I think we should like the scoring should be whatever the South Point does. And I don't know if Chris is 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 offering listed pitchers, but uh, I think we've got to probably set the set the guidelines because uh, yeah, because Adam Burke yesterday, same thing. He was he basically swept. He gave three picks on the show, but one of them had a pitching change. So it's like okay, well, he was two and zero for sure. But probably three and zero for some. You were one and zero for sure. Probably two and zero for some last time you were on. So first play is a uh, first five play on the Phillies minus one sixty nine against the Red Sox. We'll get Mark's second pick of the day coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. With basketball, hockey, and baseball games every week, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located. Located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 4700 Check again on the uh, PGA once again. Brandon Grace with a one-stroke lead. Now he's two under for the day through eight. Uh, he is four under for the tournament. One-stroke lead over uh, Christian Bezenhut now from uh, South Africa. So two South Africans atop the leaderboard. One-stroke lead over Bezenhut. Uh, Bradley, Hovland, Kepkin, and Wise also one back. Those four have yet to tee off for the day. Corey Connors, first-round leader again, three over for the day through 10. So he has fallen now two behind the leader, 
and the South African Brandon Grace. Again, early second round at Kiowa Island. Uh, Mark Borchard, base winner, joined us once again. is available wherever podcasts are distributed. Oh, nice little baseball bat graphic, guys. That was very nice. Very nice. Thanks for bringing back the Sabermetric All-Stars memory to, to me. And then the industry standard game recaps was such a great. <laughs> I love the game recaps. You go into it so good. And, and But, you you know, you weren't the one, the, the, the kind of guy that was like when, when your team lost and but the Sabermetrics said that your team should have won. You, you didn't you just you 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 were um balanced on it like if yeah. your team won and the sabermetrics said that you should have lost you're like hey the sabermetrics said i should have lost this game but got lucky which i really appreciated so it was it was a good recap and and uh, something i read every day again. well that was the thing back in the day it was just like you know this industry was just it, it was there was a need for someone who was like super honest about stuff right like you don't just always win and sometimes when you win you're just lucky so it's like i felt like someone should probably be honest about this maybe this is where this industry should go anyway to the extent yeah, well, you don't you don't see even even today on twitter you don't see you see people saying well i was four and oh you see a lot of that you don't see well i was one and three had a bad night yeah you know, it, well it's so funny how that works it is so funny it is no well no one loses on twitter for god's sake nobody loses on twitter no it's undefeated career all right so first play again philadelphia phillies first five uh you are on them and play number two sir is i'm gonna go another first five game so i usually don't play first fives overs but when i do i play against crappy pitchers and i'm gonna play against uh, <laughs> one of our favorites chris flexing his muscles yes and, and uh chris paddock who i've been kind of high on most of the year and i'm changing my tune on him just just based on the advanced metrics so yeah you're coming is- you're coming around finally paddock has only had one good half season and somehow he's still riding that I know, and I, I I played him a couple times on the show, and I think I was it, was, it might have been one and one, and, and I could tell you were like, I don't like this. You, I, you didn't say it to me, but I could tell you didn't like the. <laughs> you play. know me so well funny. enough. Yeah. Yeah. So over there, what's the what's the number? Yeah, you I've, got, I've got a four point. I got a four point six projection for uh, for the first five run line, and flexing in that trinity of stats that I like uh, on on the uh, the three metrics: the swinging strikes, the hard hit balls, and the expected walk rate. He is the 15th percentile is his median. Paddock is 33 percentile. And, and that basically sums it up. You know, the, the Padres uh, have been hitting the ball really like a lot of good hard contact. So I, I think that they're they're like 98 on weighted runs created plus right now. I think that's going to regress. I've got them probably at like 104 in the model. So I think their offense is going to produce a little bit better than they have. And it's just it's just a two crappy pitchers first five innings. I, I think this thing gets over the four, Gil. I love it. He's come around. Two crappy pitchers and Flexen, who was like the number one, you know, uh, money making pitcher. If you had bet him every single game this year for like up until like you know five days ago, he was the number one money making pitcher in all of baseball. In other words, the Mariners uh, would win those games at a rate. And based on his uh, preflop numbers, Flexen was your number one ROI pitcher at all of baseball. He's like top five now, but it's like, I don't know how the Mariners are 21 and 23. All of those guys, right? Uh, Flexen and Dunn and Sheffield and Kikuchi, like none of them have great underlying stats. Their batting, their batting order, what we were talking about the other night, like three of those guys are sub 200 hitters. Like no, no, the whole average of their lineup is like 199. I mean, it's unbelievable that they're only two games below 500. It's incredible. Yeah, the, the expected uh, 
standings that I that I do every day have has has the Mariners at 17.8 and 26.2. So they're yeah. three games above where they should be. And yeah, weighted runs created plus 84, XFIP minus 108. They do feel pretty good, so that helps them in, in, in that department. But still. Uh, you know, there's there's quite the disparity with, with where they should be going. All right. Phillies first five and then the over in the Padres Mariners first five. Mark, always appreciate it. Thanks for the memories, man. I, I always enjoy those. Yo, my pleasure. Voice of sports betting is also an expert MLB handicapper and a good writer about, about the game. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Enjoy your weekend. We'll come back. NBA uh, will crescendo up to Carl Sack, the greatest NBA totals better there ever was, in my humble opinion. But we'll do some props. Uh, next, NBA round one on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. The NHL and NBA playoffs are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. Visa hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Montobel has all the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire Visa team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on Visa.com. And our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at Visa.com/slash-subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander, Andy McNeil, checking in. Uh, he does have a play in hockey tonight that he loves. I am going to place it right as I say it because that's what we do here. Uh, any guesses, uh, Jason, as to what he likes? He likes, I'll tell you, you don't even have to make a guess. He likes the do 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 He likes the Carolina Hurricanes. If you could find the Hurricanes at anything about uh, minus 140 or better. He likes the Hurricanes against the Predators. Again, in their uh, Game 3, best of seven series, Canes and Predators. Canes lead that series two games to nothing. They try to make it uh, three to nothing, and Andy McNeil likes the price for them to do that tonight. Again, anything minus 140 or better. He likes it quite a bit, as a matter of fact, uh, he said. So, Canes and Predators, by the way, hockey last night. Good Lord. Uh, Just a a goal-scoring fest in uh, three of the four games, Florida, Tampa Bay, and Pittsburgh and the Islanders, Florida ends up winning an overtime over Tampa Bay to stay, I mean, to really stay alive, genuinely speaking, in that tournament. They would have been, in that uh, series, they would have been down 3 nothing had they lost. But a come-from-behind 6-5 to win for the Panthers in OT at Tampa Bay to uh, cut that series lead for the Lightning to 2-1. to And then the, the Penguins beat the Islanders 5-4 to in a game where Pittsburgh led one to nothing. Islanders caught him. Pittsburgh led three to one. Islanders caught him. Uh, led four to three. Islanders caught him, and then won it five to four. So Pittsburgh up in that series two to one. So those were twenty goals in those first two games last night. Uh, the one in Canada was a little more muted goal scoring, two to one Montreal, uh, and what was sort of an ugly game, bad injury in that game. Can- Canadians take a one to nothing lead in their series against the Maple Leafs. First time in forty two years those two teams have met in the postseason. And then the Vegas Golden Knights, who couldn't have looked worse early in their game against the Wild. The Wild scored uh, first in, in less than three minutes in this one. But the Knights, after being down two to nothing, come storming back on Minnesota with five unanswered. Golden Knights five, Wild two. Golden Knights take a two to one lead in that best of seven series. So four games tonight. Uh, but the one that Andy likes is Carolina. Uh, that's the pick at Nashville. All right, uh, National Basketball Association. Also last night, uh, we had the we had the the game for the eighth seed in the 
Eastern Conference. It was one of these things where we're really super excited for the play-ins. Then the series game ones came up for Saturday. And certainly after the Warriors-Lakers, it was kind of a come down. We almost forgot that there was a game yesterday and a game tonight for the eighth seed. At least that's what we were talking about on primetime action. It was a bit of a come down. But Washington ends up beating Indiana by 27 in a game that, quite frankly, wasn't that close. 142 to 115. Absolutely roll the Pacers. So all three of those games in the East, the Pacers blow out of the Hornets, the Celtics eventually blowing out the Wizards, and then the Wizards blowing out the Pacers. All of them were just boat races. And it does make you think, and this is really the main point about this this last stretch of the NBA season, it really does make you wonder, did the Wizards almost decide halfway through that Celtics game to sort of just pack it in and tank it? Because they were probably like, we don't want to play the Nets anyway. Why don't we just play the Sixers? I mean, I just, I really think that if you don't think that's part of a calculus, we're probably missing something. That's why also down the, you know, the last couple days of the NBA season, there was a book in town who limited money line parlays to 20 bucks because they, they were like, oh, some of these games are correlated. Nothing's correlated in the NBA. We can't guess along with any of these teams. We have no idea what they're doing. Milwaukee's beating the Heat to end up playing the Heat. The Clippers are clearly losing games on purpose. You just don't know who's doing what. And I would even suggest in the play-in games in the East, I wouldn't be surprised if the Wizards had it in mind. They're like, okay, if we fall behind the Celtics, you know, let's just, let's just pack it in. We'll get, we'll get the Pacers or the, or the, uh, the Hornets the next night, in the Pacers in this case. So, anyway, that's that. So the Wizards get the eight seed. They earn the right to play the Sixers in a best-of-seven series. Celtics end up with a seven seed uh, for the right to play the uh, Nets. Tonight, we have Memphis and Golden State for the eighth seed in the West. Golden State up to a four-and-a-half-point favorite from three-and-a-half. So the Warriors have taken money since this opened. Uh, and again, for the eighth seed and the right to play the Utah Jazz since the Lakers are taking on the Suns as the 7-2. By the way, that Lakers-Suns series price where we talked about on the show yesterday when it first came out, and we were like, oh, my God. I was, first thing I said is I'm pounding the Suns at that number. By the time we left the air, we couldn't even find those. The Lakers series price is much more where it ought to be versus where it was 24 hours ago. So we quoted the Lakers. People were telling us the Lakers were $3. They were like minus 300 and then the Suns were like plus 240 coming back. Well, it's much more reasonable now. You see the Lakers at like minus 160, and the Suns at plus 140, somewhere in that pocket. That is much more reasonable. These are some props, by the way, real quick, because I don't think there's a lot of bets here, but we were going over these on primetime action last night, so you could bet all kinds of markets. We talked about exactas. We talked about uh, different things, like where you know stages of elimination where teams will be eliminated. This is a Hawks versus Knicks graphic right here. You see the series price up top. Hawks, again, right around the minus 120 favorite. Game spread... And then total games played. The only thing I might consider betting here is the over six and a half plus one ninety-five. Uh, Matt Brown had a good point though. If you if you believe in the Hawks specifically, because they're the most they're the more offensively inclined team here. If you think that offense is going to dominate this series, maybe the over excuse me, pardon me, maybe the under five and a half at plus one forty-eight is your play. Because I could see I agree with the sentiment that you could see the Hawks blowing out the Knicks more than you can see the Knicks blowing out the Hawks. Hope that makes sense. 
So if you think it's a nip and tuck series, maybe maybe something on over six and a half at plus one ninety five. If you think it's going the full seven, but if you do have conviction on the Hawks, I think under five and a half at plus one forty eight does actually make some sense. Let's take a look at one more of these, uh, Jason. That's the four five that begins tomorrow in the National Basketball Association. Okay, how about the Lakers Suns? There's the that there's the much more sensible series price than was the case twenty four hours ago. Lakers minus one sixty seven, Suns plus one thirty. Ooh, I, I mean. I don't know that there's a bet here anymore, but I do think this series goes at least six. I just don't, I'm not going to lay the minus 195 on over five and a half uh, here. So I, I, I prefer the reasoning on the Hawks Knicks series more than I do here. Again, yesterday, this was an auto play on the Suns in the series price when it was like plus 230 or plus 240. Now, would you play them at plus 130? Nah, it's not so fun. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of those, all of those courtesy of DraftKings. Um, and perhaps we'll look at more of these at the top of the hour, see if there's any other bets to be made. Uh, Paul Carr will join us. Premier League picks coming up the final week of the Premier League season. He's got some general thoughts about how you handicap this. And then Carl Sack, best NBA totals better there is. Moves markets. We'll give some thoughts on totals this year, how it was different. He's got a pick coming up in the first round. General NBA thoughts. It's a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Baseball players may not get style points for home runs, but baseball bettors do. New BetMGM customers could turn a dollar into a hundred when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using VEASAN 100. If you place a $1 money line wager on the Dodgers or Giants, you'll get $100 if either team hits a homer. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan distance persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Oh, they're calling it the Tennessee Red Line now. That's different. Tried to throw me a little curveball there. Uh, it's Gil Alexander, by the way. Uh, some folks asking on Twitter, what were the tennis picks? What were the tennis picks? There were no tennis picks today because they were either completed by the time we got on the air or they're either in progress. Um, so the like Rinder, Rinder Knetch, for instance, I'm on it, plus 170-something. So he's going to a third set. But we had nothing for the show today because everything had already started. As you get later in a week, fewer matches, and that's sort of what happens in Europe. Uh, we'll flash up all of our, our weekend tennis here at the top of the hour. Uh, we will do that momentarily. Let's talk some Premier League soccer, ladies and gentlemen, at Paul Carr on Twitter, C-A-R-R, and of course the host of the Expected Value podcast. Coincidentally, it's Paul Carr, everybody. How you doing, Paul? Hi, Gail. I am ready for the last day of the Premier League season. It's always fun. Are you Are you also rooting on Topeka, Kansas native Gary Woodland at the PGA? He's, yeah, yeah. He's always. Uh, three back, I believe. Let me make sure. Love seeing him on the leaderboard. The, I think we talked about it. the U.S. Open one a couple years ago might have been the greatest, probably the greatest individual athletic achievement by any Topeka native. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very, probably fair. Probably a fair statement. Yeah. All right, so, you, so you, you called it right there. It is the final week of the Premier League season, and therefore, ergo, there are some things we need to know. First of all, concurrent start times? Yeah, they kick all 10 games on Sunday at, I think it's 8 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern. Uh, it's and like NBC puts them on. Like Golf Channel has a Premier League game on Sunday, so there's going to be some you know outraged golf fans that aren't going to see it, uh, golf for a couple hours. But they put it all over. So yeah, 10 games all at once. Wait, so are you being serious crazy. about that? That's true. I, I think it's they usually do. I, I, since there's a major, I don't know if it's different this year. I haven't looked at it, but yeah, they'll put a game on like Sci-Fi and <laughs> USA and Dude, can I know. call you Dude? If we miss some PGA sure. Championship on Sunday because of a, a random Premier League game, yeah, people are going to lose their minds. Yeah, they, they may not for a major, but it is kind of a been a tradition in the last few years of soccer Twitter, watching golf Twitter for those two hours on a random <laughs> Sunday morning and see them be like, what's this soccer doing on my golf channel? That's phenomenal. Or, you know, where are my Bones reruns on USA or whatever it is? Bones reruns. Do you ever watch Bones? I never watched one single episode of Bones. Only 
it was on right before maybe it was when champions league was on tnt for a year uh it was right before that so i would see like the last five minutes of them you know oh. digging a body out or catching a criminal <laughs> when you said bones i thought a house but I haven't seen uh, an episode of either of them, by the way. Yeah. All right. The other thing is, well, there's other things, but one of them is Champions League drama, right, for the final week. Yeah, this is the the big storyline because the title's decided, the relegation is decided already, three teams going down. Uh, the drama is for these final two Champions League spots. It's Chelsea, Liverpool, and Leicester, and two of those three will get in, uh, and one will finish fifth. Uh, it might be Leicester for the second straight year, kind of collapsing, might be overstating it, but collapsing a bit at the end uh so yeah that's that'll be the fun that's where all the eyeballs are going to be uh, chelsea liverpool and leicester going for two champions league spots so for those who don't know man city is your premier league champion 83 points of big lead over number two pardon me man united who's at 71 points they clinch the number two spot but then yes chelsea at 67 points liverpool 66 leicester city 66 only two of those three will get into the uh, top four and therefore qualify for the champions league uh, okay, and then what, as you crunch your numbers, I know you go back in previous years and you look at the final week, obviously our NFL gets squirrely, that's the word I usually use, mm-hmm. what we used to refer to as week 17, now perhaps we'll refer to it as week 18, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what happens, maybe it'll be week 17 and 18 for all we know, what usually goes down final week of the Premier League season? Yeah, so it's a kind of a cliche that the last week's crazy because, you know, most of the teams don't care or whatever, but the numbers actually back this up. So over the last five seasons, uh, 3.4 goals per game, total goals per game on the last week of the season. And compare that to the rest of the season, which is around 2.7. So you're getting, you know, more than half a goal more per game. I think the last five years, there's been at least one goal with six or one game with six goals. So things get weird, you know, teams, yeah, the, some of them are on the beach already, as they say. So yeah, so expect craziness. And and this is reflected in the lines. I was, I was looking at, usually you got 10 games in a week, you're gonna have half or more where your kind of default over-under is two and a half. Uh, there's only two this week. There are no over-unders of two by default. Of course, you can you know buy down or buy up different numbers. Uh, none of them are at two. There's only two at two and a half with significant juice on the over and all the rest are three or three and a half. So, uh, you know, this is not a sneaky thing that we're catching anybody by surprise, but the cliche is true. Uh, there's going to be some crazy games and expect goals is kind of the general mantra. But reflected in the lines, I guess, is what right. you're saying. Right. Yeah, it's not like we're going to steal money by playing over two and a half on every game or something. You could try it. You're just going to pay a lot of juice. I always love what you. I always love what you say. It gets it gets a little weird. I always think of uh, was it Doctor Evil and Austin Powers to a uh, Frau. Yeah. It got a little weird, so. didn't it? Yeah, yeah um, didn't weird. All right, what's the fan situation? What are they? How many so, are they letting in? Yeah, so they let fans in for the last two games. So the midweek game for most of the teams. They basically wanted every team to get one home game with some fans. So yeah, up to 10k fans. Oh. Uh, in the game, it depends on your stadium size, but I think it's 10K or a quarter of your stadium, whatever is smaller. So, yeah, it, it's been fun the last week to have a little bit of noise on some of these games. Little noise is, is always good. By the way, 15,000 at the Knicks games this weekend yeah. and uh, NBA hoping to have full capacity by the finals, I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Silver was talking about that this morning. All right, nice. so to the picks we go on the yeah. final week, another three-pack. And uh, you have uh, you've actually uh, texted these to me before, and the glaring omission, Paul. <laughs> no Chelsea under. What is happening here? Uh, I am out on the Chelsea under for this one. It's the yeah. last season, or last day of the season. Things are getting weird. Playing Aston Villa, those games tend to be a little bit more open. So yeah, we're gonna pass here, uh, just because. And Chelsea also has to win, so it's a little bit of a different situation. You know, if they're up one nil most of this season, they've been content to scrape out that win. 
I think here they kind of made leave things to chance a little bit less because they basically have to win to guarantee a Champions League spot. Okay, first play involves one of the teams in that Champions League scrum, the three yeah. teams for the final two spots. What you got here? Yeah, so this is, I'm taking Liverpool. I'm taking them on the goal line at minus two, which is obviously a Whoa. lot. But they're playing Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, not good. Uh, they're safe. They don't have anything to play for. Uh, but Liverpool, the la- they finally found their form. Basically, the last month or two since they got knocked out of Champions League, they've gotten a little bit healthier. Uh, you know, they're only playing once a week on average instead of a couple of games. And they've looked really good the last few weeks. They uh, showed it uh, midweek when they just put the pedal down and won by multiple goals. I think they do the same thing here. Uh, you know, two is a it's kind of a weird number to play, but I, I mean, I think two is what they're going to do. They get those two. Palace is not going to score two goals. There's no chance of that um, unless Liverpool scores like six or something. Uh, so I like Liverpool. I like laying the minus two, even at minus 130. All right. Uh, number two also involves one of the three in the scrum for two for the Champions League, Leicester City. Yeah, this is so Leicester has to win and they have to make up some goal difference on Liverpool. I didn't really say this on Liverpool, but so Liverpool and Leicester are tied on points. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're tied on points, the first tiebreaker is goal difference. Uh, Liverpool is up four on Leicester. So, you know, if they win 2 0, 3 0, Leicester's going to have to win by six or seven, which is almost certainly not going to happen. So, point being, Liverpool has motivation to win by more than one goal and just put it out of reach. Uh, so, Leicester here has to win and then they need Liverpool probably to draw or lose. So I like Leicester to win this game. You get even money on it at home, which uh, the price was a little better than I expected. Uh, Tottenham, Tottenham's one of those teams. They don't have much to play for. They looked like they were mailing it in last week. We're at the end of the season when you start hearing those things of, oh, this player's unhappy and wants to leave the club. So Harry Kane, their leading scorer, is making noise about leaving the team. So I just think Tottenham's kind of a mess. They're done. Leicester's going to cruise to victory, I think, here. And so I'll take them at even money. Yeah, so Chelsea again in third with 67 points, but Liverpool and Leicester City uh, both with 66 points, but as as you point out, each have scored 66 goals, but Liverpool has given up 42, while Leicester City has given up 46. So if Leicester City and Liverpool both win, Leicester City would have to win this game by a ridiculous amount right. of goals. Yeah, four more goals than Liverpool yeah. would. Yeah which, yeah, it could happen, but highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Okay, so just to clarify, you've got Liverpool minus two versus Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, nothing to play for. Leicester, a win versus Tottenham. Again, the Harry Kane drama, among other things, uh, going on with that team. And uh, and then number three is random. What do you got here? Yeah, so, so here's uh, the one over I have so far. I, I will probably talk myself into some more overs by Sunday. Uh, but the one over I've got so far is Sheffield United-Burnley over two and a half. Minus 130. Uh, this is a game that you just kind of look at it as a fan. You think this would normally have an over-under of two just because both these teams tend to be low scoring. Uh, but Burnley's kind of changed that in the last couple months. Eight of their last nine games have had three-plus goals. Uh, Sheffield games have gotten open and, and weird, as, as I say, in the last month or so since they were relegated. Five straight games with two-and-a-half expected goals or more. So I like over two-and-a-half. Here, this is one of the. This is about the best price you can get on a over two and a half for this last weekend. So I'll play that at minus one thirty. So Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United are getting relegated this year. Yep. Uh, they're done. So Sheffield, Sheffield United, boy, what a terrible year they had. Yeah, uh, twenty total points. Um, and so in the end, those are the three picks from Paul Carr. Uh, we mentioned them again. Leicester, uh, excuse me, pardon me, Liverpool by two, uh, minus two versus Crystal Palace. He got minus one thirty. Always shop around Leicester. 
uh, win versus Tottenham, and then the Sheffield United Burnley over two and a half, your three pack of Premier League picks. Thanks. I'll throw one other thing out. I'm, I'm kind of rolling this around in my mind. So Chelsea, Leicester, Liverpool all basically have to win. Yes. And if you, I, I'm trying to do that. If you parlay lay all those together, like Liverpool's minus 600, Chelsea's minus 200, Leicester's even money. It's probably like minus 240, minus 250 for all three of those to win. That seems like kind of a fun thing that I might end up pulling the dice on. Little money line parlay. Yeah. I understand. Oh, we do that a lot here uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, motivational things. Let's put it that way. Yeah. No different for the Premier League. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. I know you have some uh, Champions League to talk when I'm uh, on break, but I appreciate it, man. Yeah, have a good vacation. Thank you, sir. Paul Carr, everybody, from the Expected Value Podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. We'll talk to Carl Sack, best NBA totals better there is, moves, markets. Vinny will join us, and we'll review all of our tennis picks, the glory of our tennis picks from this past week. It's next, right here on the Numbers Game at Vicent, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.